I never wanted to be on TV. I was like, this is like the most invasive, disrespectful. <laughs> never. I never signed up for this life. God, I don't know what God. This was not on my vision board, Carlos. Stay tuned. We'll get into the conversation right after these quick ads. Hey, Raindrops. Happy New Year. So look, before we get into today's episode, I have a big announcement to make. Ever since I started this podcast, you all have been asking me for the visuals, okay? I feel like Beyonce with her Renaissance album and how the beehive has been begging her since July (laughs) for the visuals. That's what my raindrops have been doing. Carlos, we want the visuals to your podcast. We want the visuals. Well, guess what, baby? I am now going to provide you with the visuals. Yes. Round of applause. Come on, sound effects. So look, starting now, you can log on to my new YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash at the Carlos King underscore again, youtube.com slash at the Carlos King underscore, and you all will get the visuals of my interviews with our favorite stars from Teresa Judice to Tammy Roman to Ramona Singer to Giselle Kobe Bryant, baby. So make sure you like and subscribe to my YouTube page. And when you subscribe to my YouTube page, I got something special for my subscribers that you won't get anywhere else. So make sure, again, youtube.com slash at the Carlos King underscore and watch me in action. All right, let's get in today's episode. On today's episode of Reality with the King, I am joined by my fellow Detroit sis and married to medicine star Toya Bush-Harris. In this episode, we get into this past season of Married to Medicine if she has any regrets to how she spoke to her husband, Eugene, her relationship with Quad, and Quad calling her husband, Eugene, Eugina. (laughs) Shade. And last but not least, we get into Mariah Hawk and whether or not she is needed for the show. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Married to Medicine star, Toya Bush-Harris. Toya Bush-Harris. So look, raindrops, I am from Detroit, Michigan, as you all know. And I love me some Toya, who's also from Detroit, I have a little story. So before Married to Medicine aired, I was living in Atlanta and I was um, at this event and one of the producers of season one named Jacinda was with Toya at this party and Jacinda worked on Atlanta Housewives, which is how we met. And she said, please meet Toya, who is on a new reality show that's coming out. And I was so mesmerized by Toya's beauty because, in my humble opinion, 
Toya is top five, one of the most beautiful women on Bravo. Oh, thank you so much. I remember that Cynthia's event. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Oh my God. Guess who? Bambi was there. I remember meeting Bambi. I was like, oh my God. I was like, she's so pretty. And that's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) No. And meanwhile, I was thinking the same thing. Like, oh my God, she's so pretty. So here we are over, oh my gosh, I would say what, 10 years later, almost 10 years later, Maritime Medicine, and I've said this plenty of times, I'll say it again. It is the best show on Bravo. And I feel like it's an underrated show do you also feel the same way? Because I do ask this question to um, the, the the stars of the show. I've asked it to Heavenly and to Quad. But I also want to ask you, do you think Marital Medicine is underrated and that you guys will forever be the stepchild of the Real Housewives of Atlanta? You know, it's, it's funny because when we were at BravoCon, I said, I think this is the first time I feel like the stepchild. And yeah, that was what happened. You know, it was just the way we were seated. <laughs> you know, it was it, it just it just didn't feel and it was like we didn't have, you know, we didn't have like, you know, Married to Medicine LA. We didn't have the Married to Medicine Houston. We didn't have we didn't have like our just do. And I just feel like there should be Married to Medicine Detroit. There should be Married to Medicine DC, you know, because coming from Detroit, I know some great black doctors, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now, my brother in law is dating an amazing um, pediatrician. And it's just like they're out there, you know, and they should be recognized. And, and we have a great franchise. And it's like, why not? Why not Married to Medicine? Why not? Where's the spinoff? You know, where where are we? What are we doing? You know, and it's like when you're on a network as amazing as Bravo, you know, why are we focusing just on the housewives? You know, not to say they're not great because, I mean, they're doing their thing. I mean, I love the housewives. I love Uh Beverly Hills. You know, that's 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 my show, you know. And but I just feel like, you know, it's like, come on now, it's time. It's been 10 years and we're doing the thing and we're setting the platform for it. It's just like, what are you going to do? Wait till the platform is over? You know, it's time. No, listen, I could not agree more. And I have always been a fan of the show and a fan of you ladies, because more than half of y'all I know personally and we have a great relationship And one thing about me that the audience knows is I keep it real, and I do feel that way. Um, But I also wanted to take this opportunity for the world to get to know more of you because I know what it's like to be from Detroit, Michigan, and know that when you're from that city, success for some Michiganders, that's that's what we call Detroiters, Michiganders, right, Toya? Yes. The success for Black folks in Detroit, when you were born and raised at the time Toya and I was born, because we're around the same age, for a Black man, success for a Detroiter meant working at the big three in the automotive industry. Right, Toya? It was girl, Chrysler, GM, and Ford, right? And my daddy worked at Ford. And for a Black girl from Detroit, you were either a nurse, right, or worked at the big... Go ahead, Toya. Tell them. Tell them. You were a, first of all. That's what they told you you were going to be. Your parents, honey. You better go to school. And you got to. You got to get your education so you can be a teacher, a nurse, or a, and, and you should work for the big three. Okay, because you need that A plan. 
All right. <laughs> they don't even know what eggplant is, baby. Okay? Girl. Because I had so many. Uh, I drove into Atlanta with the caddy. All right. The CTS. What? On the date. Baby. Okay. With the wood grain steering wheel. They don't know nothing about that life. They don't know nothing about this life. Okay. But it's okay. All right, my mama don't even, she wouldn't even let me park my first BMW on her driveway. She's like, what? Excuse me? Do you understand? It's, it's, I had to park on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because if your parent worked at Ford, Chrysler, or General Motors, you had to drive one of those cars. And if you did not, you were not considered to be supporting your parents' U -A -W. life. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, Toya, how does a black girl from Detroit, Michigan, be a reality star on a Bravo show? Did you did you always know you were going to be famous or did you not know that until Mariah Huck contacted you to be a part of the show she created? God forbid anything ever happens to this marriage. Would you ever do this again? He was like, yes. And I said, you're out of your mind. I would never give up my peace. <laughs> never. Oh, you meant do reality TV ever again. I never, ever do this again. I never wanted to be on TV. I was like, this is like the most invasive, disrespectful. <laughs> never. I never signed up for this life. God, I don't know what God. This was not on my vision board, Carlos. Okay, I don't know. Lord, I think he put me here to help the people. <laughs> to be honest, they said my name, Toya Bashir, it really stands for to be honest. That's what they said. <laughs> they did. They, they did. Because you see, they tried to catch me up in a whole bunch of lies. They was like, I said, who ran up this bullshit this past season? I don't know. But let's be clear. When Mariah met me, when Jacinda, they all was like, she's reality TV. Gold. Matt and Nate said, Eugene was reality TV gold. I was like, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. I see it. No, I was talking to Heavenly, and she admitted that you, her, and Quad are the face of the franchise, that you guys are the stars of the show because you bring so much to the, to the show. And I have to agree with that. Toya, I think you're underrated as a reality star. I think you may not know your own worth. That's just my opinion. I think you, I don't think the show can survive without the current cast because when I say current cast, I mean the OGs, no shade to Anila. Um, and I like Contessa. But like you ladies brought the success to the show. What we also saw to the show that you brought, Toya, was um, some punches. So talk to me about First season, you and Mariah got into a physical altercation, and we saw that this past season, you and Audra had a little moment. What was it like to know that of all the cast members, you have been involved in two very physical moments on the show, and did you feel like, oh my gosh, this is the biggest regret of my career? You know, it's funny because, you know, I have a really dear friend, you know, for, first, let me, let me go back to first season. So first season, I moved from Detroit, fresh off the block into the South. And 
I was like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, it's the South, <laughs> you know, because it's very different from a, you know, from coming from Detroit. Because it's like, you know, Detroit, we 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 not about this life. It's like you, you know, you you don't test a Detroit girl. You know what I mean? We we don't play those games. You know, we're not about saying things. We're about, we're about doing things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you know, if you understand what that means, you know what I mean. We're we don't challenge people. You know, we don't put people in situations and not back it up. You know, we don't back it up with talk. You know, we, I was never that girl in high school. I didn't walk around just talking, you know, no. You know, I didn't come from that type of family. My mother's maiden name is for real deal rough, R-U-F-F. You know, we like we are really that type of people. You know, I wasn't raised uh, um, in, you know, in a really cute life. No, I was raised in, in my mother hates it when I say it, but my family for real deal, we do not come from the best parts, you know, Thank God my mother was blessed to help bring us, you know, from some great places, you know, and, and into the suburbs. And, you know, I did, you know, start coming up and, you know, went into the suburb and it was great, you know. But it, the reality is, you know, a good deal of my family is is not perfect, you know. And so I, you know, I remember the first time my mom is she. Oh, she'd be like, fight on the, you, you bring your fight home. You know, you fight on the grass. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of relationship, you know, it, it, it's just very different, you know. So then you come to the South and, and you get this girl who's in your face and she flipping your hair and you're like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, well, you're an adult. When did that change anything? <laughs> you know, yes, as an adult, you're supposed to walk away. And you're like, how do you walk away when someone's pulling you in? Her mother's hitting you with a purse. And, you know, all of these things that you're like, I didn't know. You know, it was a very challenging scenario for me because this, the, all these things are happening. And then there's a camera pointing in your face. And so, of course, after all that's done, you feel terrible. You feel like, oh my God, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, you know, I'm college educated. So of course you've made a really bad choice, you know, but you're also caught up in a moment. And so you learn from your mistake and then you say, I'll never have that happen again. You know, and and, and now being on TV 10 years later, here's some nutcase, you know, trying to be on the show who really and truly, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, this is an attorney. Like, you could lose your license. Like, this show is not worth it, girl. Don't do this. Don't, don't, don't be no fool. But she's not thinking. And I and I immediately thought to myself, wow, let me give this girl grace. Because I remember what it was like to be her mm. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And not know any better. Just just know that you're on TV, you want to be on TV, you got people speaking in your ear, and you're also 30. You're really just a child. You're new to everything. Give her grace. And so I was like, you know, I ain't swinging back. I'm 10 years of it. I'm a grown-ass woman. My kids on YouTube, girl, bye. Eugene, you better stand in front of me, boy. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's growth, Toya. Uh-uh. I'm holding my little lady Dior like this. <laughs> Let's get up out of here. We got to go. 
<laughs> I love that because it shows growth. And I saw in that moment that you did have growth. And that's what I love about you because at the end of the day, you can sit up and say, that was who I was maybe 10 years ago. I see another woman, in this case, Audra, who is behaving in a way that I did 10 years ago. And instead of reacting the way, let's just say Mariah did at the moment, let me show some grace and bow out and say, girl, you can have that. Let me teach you how to rise above it. And I'm happy you did that because it goes to show the growth of your character. Speaking of growth, not to get all explicit, but one of the most talked about things this past season of Maritime Medicine was your genes growth in the bottom area or lack thereof. So <laughs> everybody, Toya, including me, was like, Toya, we love you, G, and we feel bad that you're maybe making jokes that his penis is small. And when we saw the reunion, I saw hurt in Eugene's eyes when it comes to the jokes about that and quad calling him Eugenia. I think Eugene is such a sweet, nice, educated man who wants to see his family prosper. Do you have any regrets making those statements? You are absolutely right. My husband is one of the sweetest men out there and he's highly respected. Um, you know, what I, the only regret that I have is that I allowed people to put words in my mouth and I allowed them to change the narrative of that scenario. When we were talking, you know, initially at that table, we were talking about regrets of being married, regrets of, you know, being, you know, in, in our sex lives. We were having, as you know, it with reality TV, things can be said and they could be manipulated. And they were like, what's one of your biggest regrets, you know, in, in sex in general? And I was like, man, you know, I just know that, you know, the penis, it just doesn't get any larger. And it had nothing to do with my husband per se. I was telling her, hey, you better be happy as it relates to your sex life in general. Because my sex life over here, we, you know, we good. But when you marry it, that bedroom, you better be ready to spice that shit up. Or you could get real complacent real quick. You know what I'm saying? Your man can get real complacent real quick. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can get real boring. You know, and it's, and it's true in any life. I, I listen to so many mothers, so many wives, so many women at the age of 60, 50, 70 talk about how they've stopped having sex in their marriage. You know, and one of the things that I'm dealing with right now having turned 45 and I'm 46 now, but having turned 45, one of the things I dealt with and they didn't show on the show was I went through a very big self-care journey. And that self-care journey was I was telling my husband that I was starting to rely on him so much for my own happiness. Like I had realized in our marriage of 14 years, I had never traveled by myself and I stopped traveling by myself. I wasn't taking any girls trips. I didn't take any in 14 years. I, I just, I, my birthday came and I was like, what did, what, did, what did you plan for me? And he was like, huh? Not, you know. And then all of a sudden I was depressed and mm. I was sitting over here like, why, why am I blaming him for not making me happy? 
And it was like all of a sudden I, I had to do some soul searching. I had to literally check, check into check myself because I was like, you know, I think Toya is you. You know, I, you lost your own sexy, you know, and I had to start figuring that out for myself that, you know, I had to find my own sexy back. I had to take some trips for Toya and I had to really start focusing on Toya again. And, and in that, it was like a, a happy place where I was like, you know what? I'm kind of liking this new toy. I'm liking this new flow. I'm liking, you know, and I, and I became more sexy in the bedroom. You know, I became a better me in that moment. And, and so now I'm going through that journey of, you know, even helping, you know, other moms figure out who they are in their next journey of life. You know, because I I didn't go back to being that that old that old person of who before I was married when I was a pharmaceutical rep. I don't want to be her again. You know, I, I want to be the new Toya, the next journey of Toya. You know, and I think that's where I was at when I was talking about it. You know, the bedroom talk and stuff, and they just kind of took it like, oh, well, Eugene's penis is small, and I was like, huh? But I was so buzzed at the moment that I was like. I just kind of laughed it off. And so then we tried to make a joke of it in the car. And then Quad ran with that. And it was like, from that point on, all season, I couldn't say anything. It was like, next thing you know, my sex life was bad. At home, I wasn't happy in my marriage. And it was like, no. Everybody in their marriage has some downtime and some down phases. You know, we're not perfect. We're not the perfect marriage. You know, we do have some times where we're just like, no, I don't like you today. You know, mm-hmm. I might not like you this month, you know, but we ain't perfect. You know, it is what it is. Have you ever thought about when you say spice things in the bedroom? Have you ever thought about bringing another person in the bedroom? Have you guys experienced that? Yeah, Eugene's not having that shit. And honestly, <laughs> you know, I've tried having threesomes before my marriage. And, yes. and let's be clear, I had one threesome ever. And it was with my best friend at the time and my boyfriend. And as soon as I saw him about to have sex with her, I was like, I'll be right back. I ran to the bathroom, out the door, got in the car, drove up. <laughs> I could, it broke my heart. And they called me, they're like, where are you at? I was like, it just, it was over. And, I, and me and her both realized it just, it couldn't go down. And we was like, girl, next time it's me, you, some random dude, Dominican Republic, we good. <laughs> you can't do that with somebody you're in love with because that is not fun anymore. No. So if you had to choose any Maritime Medicine cast member, if Eugene was open to it, to invite in the bedroom, who would you choose? Nobody. None of them. I'm not sexually attracted to any other females on our cast. Cool. Is gorgeous with a body. You have not seen her without that makeup. Oh. No. That hairline starts at the ear, baby. No. Uh, <laughs> that's me gagging. So, <laughs> let's talk about you and... I don't know what to say after that. So, let me uh, move on. Let's talk about your relationship with Quad. We saw this season that Listen, you and Qua over the course of the series of Maritime Medicine have always had this very up and down friendship. Some seasons y'all good, some seasons y'all bad. This past season, y'all were bad. She called your husband Eugenia because she felt that he was in the women's business. So when Nene Leakes called Peter Thomas Patricia, 
Qua felt that Eugene was being Eugina, which of course rhymes with vagina. Um, and Eugene was very upset with Quad at the reunion. What is it about you and Quad to where you two just do not get along and these jabs are being thrown? You know, I just think that, honestly, I think over the years, I've, I've been very, I think I've been very nice, nasty when it comes to Quad, you know, but I think I could be nastier. And I think I've held back for quite some time when it comes to her. I think I've been quiet as it relates to Quad. Um, and I think, and she knows it, you know, I think that when you, but when you start poking at the innocent bystanders, like my husband, I think that you poke the bear and I'm the bear, you know, um, and I, and I think it's getting to a point where, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I was very clear. I said, either get a man to talk to my man or, you know, it really is going to be quiet and I. And we're just at that place now. Is there any backstory that we, the audience, may not know about because we like seeing it when you guys get along because it's fun. And listen, we know that on reality TV, you have ups and downs. We get that. However, when it comes to the two of you, it seems to constantly resurface. Is there anything that has happened behind the scenes that they may not just air as it relates to you and Quad's friendship always being that way? I think for me, you know, and I could be wrong, you know, but I think for me, when it comes to quad, it's always been, and this is just my, this is just my view on things. You know, quad could have her own view, but with me, it started first season, you know, quad and I, we, we differed because she said I, I came for her when it, when it was her and Greg's wedding. And I made a comment on television saying that I wasn't going to go, that I didn't go to her wedding. Her wedding was called called off. To me, that was very binary. You know, your wedding was called off. So, but it was like right after that, she then announced on national television a lie that she said Mariah told her. She said that Mariah told her that me and Eugene were drinking and driving with our children in the car. That was a very horrible insinuation and thing to say on national television. And she had said it on TV first season. And I, we were in a coffee shop. I was shaking. Literally, I wanted to throw that hot tea on her. <laughs> And I went outside and I was screaming on the phone with Eugene because I was like, I just, and I wanted to quit the show so bad after that. And I went into a state of depression after first season. What? Yes. And I wouldn't talk to anyone. I wouldn't go outside my home. Eugene was like, you've got to leave. I would, he, he was like, I wouldn't come back. I was like, I will not do television. I was done. And he was like, you cannot leave the world seeing you as this person. And that was the only thing that stuck with me. But it was just the fighting, the lies. 
in every, and she was like, well, well, we had saw something about, and it was just like, girl, but you did not even know anything. You just put that out there having nothing. And this man was a respected physician. You know, he was just starting his career. It was just like, really? And from that point on, it just changed the way I looked at her. And because she became that person who I was like, would say anything on TV to hurt somebody. And from that point, it was just like, it was constant. It was then it was Lisa. Oh, your husband's cheating, you know, with some boy, you know, it was like, and then it went from that to, you know, the Mariah thing. It was just, and it was like, this girl, I don't know her. She was, it was always something. And then, and it just, it, it, it made me feel as though she, it, it, it was like, I just, I, I don't know. And then this season with the, you know, oh, okay, with Toya's cheating, I think. And then I'm sorry, I heard, you know. And then the season before that, well, you big borrowing and stole from your house. There's always some random lie that she would hear about. And then say, I'm sorry. And so that's when, when people say things like, well, well, she's the face of the show. Is she? Is she? Because I don't know if that's what Married to Medicine really was supposed to be about. You know, I know that we need drama to make reality TV, but I don't know if that's the kind of drama that we want or if that's the kind of drama that um, we perpetuate. Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. We'll be right back after these quick ads. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. Who do you think is the face of Marriage to Medicine? I, you know, I... I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it when Mariah was on our show. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie. Not I to did. cut you off, you are the only Married to Medicine cast member that I've spoken to that has said that. And listen, I get that things happen behind the scenes that I don't know about. I get it, I understand it, I get it. However.org, when it comes to these two eyeballs and my brain cells and my affection for this show. I feel like no one wants to give Mariah her flowers. Again, I know things happen behind the scenes. I'm not here to confirm or deny because I don't know. But if we stick to the show... If we stick to the show... If right. we just stick to the motherfucking show... And I'm not saying... And I'm not saying she... She don't, did not do shit behind the scenes because she I, did. Let's just stick to the stick show. Stick to the show. Now we stick Mariah to TV. Hulk. <laughs> the Mariah Hulk. The world is some good TV. She good it's TV. great television. She great television. She had some one-liners. She was dramatic as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she knew how to stir up shit. And, and you know what I'm saying? And, and let's be clear. We didn't look... I was pissed as hell when she left. Because she, she, she was paranoid. Just paranoid. I mean, we we you know why we fell out? Because why? Because she, she was like, you knew about them putting your your closet 
as the reunion set. I did. <laughs> Why was she mad at that? Allegedly. <laughs> Mariah, you know I love you, it, bitch. It, Mariah, it, that me. must not be true. Trust me. I'm sure it was more than that, you know, because she's a producer. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, oh, I forget. Mariah created the show. She gets an executive producer credit. Here comes Toya Bush-Harris with her, her, her two-story closet as the set. Okay. okay so, okay. right. So, okay. but let's be clear. I was like, girl, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Let's talk so you about were saying this seating arrangement, girl. We can talk about that bullshit. We we had some work. Okay. No, that's true too. <laughs> so you would say Mariah will always be the face of Marriage to Medicine. I would say she and I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you want Mariah to come back? I think Mariah needs to come check that Indian bitch down the street for me real quick. <laughs> and that bitch quiet real quick. Get them, get them all the way together. Get them they just do. <laughs> so you want Kwa to check Kwa and Anila. So I want Mariah to check Kwa and Anila real quick and get them together for me. I have the rest. <laughs> <laughs> You said earlier that obviously you feel like Kwa allegedly just lies on you. Quad she lies brought, on everybody. Okay, lies on everybody, allegedly. But Quad also brought a lie detector test results, polygraph results, to the reunion. You said it wasn't admissible in the did court of law. Not catch this, did y'all not catch this? The questions were the same. Anila's and Quad's. <laughs> First of all, the dude asked the same questions, okay? So, <laughs> number one. Number two, they're not admissible in court. They're only admissible in Jerry Springer's court. And, ain't he, and isn't he right now asking God for forgiveness for ruining the black community? <laughs> Why you playing? Nah. Let's stop with these shenanigans on this <laughs> Ain't nobody using them to those tests. Would you take a polygraph test to prove whether or not Quad did sleep with the contractor? You know, honestly, I don't know anything about this contractor. Is he suing her right now? Is he? But yes. what? Why, why is he allegedly doing that? I don't know. He said, didn't I tell you don't be mentioning my name, bitch? <laughs> Is there a lawsuit happening? No, that's the text I got. Who texted you? I can't tell you all that. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a miscible court? <laughs> mm. Mm. You know, I tell no lies. TVH, I tell no lies. Oh my gosh. Sorry, okay. So we will uh, circle back on that at a, at a future date. Okay. Let's let's talk about Anila. Um, look, I said this publicly. I don't know Anila. I'm I'm not a mean spirited person. I don't throw shade at people. I don't know. I think that's just it's disgusting. okay. Not many people. Right? Are you saw she ain't got no followers. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> I could hold that laugh in. Okay. 
Anila, a lot of people feel like Anila was replacing Mariah with the Indian culture that she's bringing on the show. Um, however, the difference is we love Marital Medicine because you ladies are real friends and have a real friendship group, albeit, you know, ups and downs. But you guys hang out off camera. You guys actually talk to each other. She feels like a a, a sore thumb. And I know you brought her on as your friend because you guys were neighbors. But I also know as the king of reality TV, sometimes producers cast somebody and say, okay, hey, cast member, you're going to bring her in to be your friend. Were you and Anila real-life friends, or did the casting producers find her and say, oh, you guys have but to live in the same neighborhood. How about, Toy, you bring her on the show as your friend? Okay, so they did not find her. Okay, so I, you being the king of what? <laughs> reality TV. <laughs> so I would have to say I'm the king of, the queen of, Find new people for the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am the queen, honey. I'm a recruiter. So, you know, really and truly, I I do. And you know, and and I and I am friendly. I'm friendly as hell. And so what happened was, um, I moved into the neighborhood and really and truly, you know, Anila um uh, was building down the street. She asked to see my house. Uh, Neil was her builder. She she was nice. She invited me to her 40th birthday or I think it was her, yeah, her 40th birthday party. And I was the only black girl up in the house. So I should have known something then, but she claimed even then, girl, I got some other black man Not you and Jordan Peele's Get Out movie, girl. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, we, we hit it off there and she was cool and we kept in touch. So every time she would come to the neighborhood to see her a lot in her house and everything, we stopped by, boom, boom, boom. And we would just keep in touch and be cool, you know. And, you know, whenever the show cast, they always ask, do you know anybody? And I was like, oh, yeah, this nice little girl down the street. No biggie. Just like right now, girl moved next door. I think she'd be great for those. She's sweet. Cool. Right next door. Boom. You know, so I'm that girl. I'm always like, you know, whatever is good for the brand, you know, new face. And and I'm always trying to grow, you know, married to medicine. Why not? You know what I'm saying? If you got somebody on the show that's quiet as a mouse, we have a whole reunion, only three of us talking. You know what I'm saying? Who, who else? We what, Y'all want some other people? What, what you need? You know what I'm saying? We should. Let, let's divvy up the pot, you know? Maybe we can get a spinoff in Atlanta. The very medicine to Atlanta. I don't know. Whatever it takes, you know, at this point. But we know. I can't with you. I'm just saying, you know, I, I we know a lot of people. So, you know, I, I always refer to people. It is what it is. Do you think at this point she's, is she still good for the show? I don't, you know, I, I, I don't like to, I don't like to have anyone lose their position or their, you know, their job. But I will say, does she fit? I, I don't know who she's a friend of anymore. I mean, I don't speak to her at all, you know, in that way anymore, because I just don't feel like, like I told her, I said, you know, what you've shown me is, you know, when I tried, which I did two seasons ago, I said, I'll give you another opportunity. Let's, let's figure this out. Then she came back the next season with lies and, 
you know, you and you just showed me that basically, and, and she said it herself, we weren't cool. And so I said, does that, that meant because we weren't talking, you would perpetuate a lie about me? You know, I said, so that shows me and everybody on this cast, as long as they're not cool with you, you, you have no problem with stabbing them in the back and, and creating lies, throwing lies around here and there. So you're really not here for us. You're here for a chick. And the thing about us is that, or some of us, is that we actually do have relationships. And so we're not here just for a check. You know, now let's be clear. Maybe some of us, some of us are, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, some of us, we don't know much about what's going on in their life. They'll, they'll talk about other people's lives on this show. You know what I'm saying? But they don't want to show you anything that was, that's really going on in their life. You know, they don't want to show you who they're dating. They don't want to show you anything except for what's going on in other parts of other people's lives. That's it. But what's going on really in their own personal? Mm. So I would say that for her, I don't really see where she fits in the dynamics of the group. No, I don't. Mm. You know? Now, I can't let you go without asking you the status of your home. Because as the Michigander, we love, love a nice house. And you literally have the best house on Bravo. Like you and Sheree, Chateau Sheree to me were neck and neck in terms of the most beautiful homes on Bravo. I mean, you had a two-story apartment. Obviously, you sold it, made a profit. And then home. you're... you they, they, girl. Well, I had the apartment. <laughs> My bad. I mean, apartment. <laughs> God forbid. I, but you know why you said apartment? Because in Michigan, it's an apartment. It's not a big deal. People say apartment all the time. Who can? No, I know. That's all. But, you know, my bad. I don't want to like, you know, basically get an apartment child. But you, you had a house and they kept showing that Toya's rental home, Toya's rental home. So Weren't they great, what? Though? You said what? Weren't all my rental homes great, though? Uh, honey, it's fabulous. You're 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 fabulous. So what's the what's this? <laughs> 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 what's the status of your home now? Are you in a home that is your dream home that you're not renting, or are you building? What what's the latest with that? So we're in a home that most people would die for. <laughs> Let's be clear. Uh, but we bought a lot that most people would love to buy, but can't afford. <laughs> and it's beautiful. It has a lake view, golf view, gated community. Love it. But the problem is right now, building is so hard because everything's on back order. <laughs> When yeah. I say it's driving us insane. So you pick out everything and literally it has been back on back order for a year. You can't get anything in. And so the banks are like, mm, you're telling us you're going to be done in a year and a half, but boo boo. You have stuff on back order for a year and a half. <laughs> Lies, you tell us. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> So how long do you think it'll take until your dream home is is built? 
So they're like, you know, right now it's taking most people what normally would take a year and a half to two years to build. It's taking almost two and a half to three years to build. And baby, my kids will be in high school. Yeah, my babies will be in high school. Oh, God, to say that is crazy. So I was talking to Eugene. I was like, we could do one or two things. We could just go ahead and buy a house, you know, and rehab it real quick, you know. But even then, that's going to take a minute. I was like, or we could just buy something that we really, really like. So we're kind of at that phase that in our, right now we're looking to see because the market is about to change. I do know that, you know, I follow the market. That's what I do. So, you know, I know as of January, some things are going to change. So we'll see, you know, we'll see what's out there. We're comfortable, you know, right now. So I'm not tripping. I just know I got to get closer to my son's school, baby, because honey, my son is on the swim team. So I've been driving back from his school. 830 at night. Uh-uh. That 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 drive has been like, mm-mm, mm-mm. when I tell you, I've been coming home talking about some. I, I need to go outside, spend some time. Me or Eugene, come in here and stick that thing in me, honey. Yes, I lay me down, Eugene. Him, me, and the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Toya. I, you know, listen. You know, I love you. I'm a big fan of yours. I'm so happy that you finally blessed your presence on Reality with the King. I have been waiting months to get you on the podcast. And I'm so happy that my Detroit sister decided to join me. Let the girls know, Toy, where they can follow you, support you, all those great things. Okay, first of all, I need y'all support on my wine club. Yes. So y'all know I have joined forces with your wine store and me, your wine store, Kendall Jackson. We are doing the thing. So hopefully this season, no, not hopefully, this season on Married to Medicine. I mean, y'all are going to see so many big things happening for Toya. I mean, with Alirum, the skincare line, y'all have, uh, that's already been out there, but that's growing as well. But your wine store and me, we are doing the thing. So y'all going to see this huge development as far as the wine club. So check me out. That's on all of my pages from my Twitter, Toya Bush Harris, as well as my Instagram, Toya Bush Harris, as well as my Facebook page. You can definitely go on there and check that out. But the wine club is amazing. It comes in this amazing box that has so much. Y'all got to look at it. I have to send it to you. I'm going to gift you, Carl. Send it to me so I can show it and bring it on my late night talk show, The Nightcap, and have it as part of my set, hunty. Okay, I'm going to gift you. I'm going to gift you. Okay, well, thank you. And and this was a gift. So thank you, Toy. I love you. Mwah. Love you too. Come on, Raindrop. I really hope y'all enjoyed this conversation with Toya. What a fun, shady way to start off the year 2023. <laughs> with Miss Toya and her reads. I love her so much. Yes, yes, and more yes. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag 
Reality with the King. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Lashik Lotus-Lee and Brandon Nix. Engineering and music by Marcus Hum. More sauce.